This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. What's up everyone? Welcome to Bijistan, where streamers live. In this show, we talk about everything from Seinfeld to Mirzapur. I'm your host, Siddharth Jain. And joining me as always is Gaurav Jain and Mahasha. Without further ado, let's dive in. Alright guys, welcome to another episode of Bingistan. As usual, I've got Sid and Maharsh with me and uh, we've got a lot to talk about. It's a bunch of shows and films and uh, so let's get going. Awesome. Hi guys. Hi, hi Gaurav. Hi Sid. So what do we start with? Bond? No, we have to start with the Squid Game. I'm not going to talk about Bond. Really? Because I haven't seen it yet. Oh yeah, are you serious? I thought you you were going to go on the first weekend. First of all, I was really busy this weekend, and neither of you were willing to go and watch it. So <laughs> Marsh went I, and watched it. <laughs> yeah, Marsh is a, Marsh is a, I'm not going to use the swear word here, but Marsh <laughs> is a bastard, basically. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> no swear words, huh? No swear word neither. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the sweet game. Let's wrap that one first. Okay, Marsh, go for it. You liked it, I I think. So you go. For I it. loved it. No, I think it's brilliant. Um, I you know I I, I do believe that it's got its inconsistencies. Um. but for something like this to play out at such a huge uh, global level you know there's this funny interesting trivia that i was reading that vans right the shoe that they use in the yeah, show yeah those white sneakers the official spokesperson has said that sales have jumped 7800% yeah i read the same thing yeah and and the lead actor who had about 300000 followers on the 17th of september as of a month after it as of last week had 4 and a half million or some such um So it's incredible. I think it's it's a it's a brilliant show. Uh, as somebody who's commissioned uh, stories my whole life, uh, I know this would have never ever made sense on paper. I don't know how it got approved. I don't know how it got passed. Um, and just the and and apart from being supremely entertaining and binge worthy, the uh, statements it makes on nihilism, on the futility of existence, um, on chasing something all your life, getting it and not giving a fuck about it. Um, man, I think it's my top. one of my I, i'm not going to make a list right now but yeah i think it's one of the best things i've seen uh, it was it was also very heavy for me so i could not binge it in one go um and i sort of savored every episode but uh, bravo man i think it's a I, i i think it deserves all this 111 million household success that it's got you know it, it also debunks the theory that people are saying right people are sad they're depressed give them happy stuff yeah. give them right it's just like completely negates that version of oh, right like i mean like money heist it's just come out of nowhere and taken the entire world by storm it's not in english we don't know who the actors are uh, it breaks every traditional rule and for that alone i think hats off to the makers that said that said i i still had a lot of issues with it uh, and that's why i said i think it's an inconsistent so what kind of issues did you have with it like i just thought it was very very boring uh, you know extremely hmm. boring in in certain portions and extremely gimmicky I know there's there's a lot about the VIP portions and all of that, but it's given and something so mass and commercial, it's okay. Uh, you know, we're not making they're not making some art house garbage indie nonsense over here, so it's fine. You know, mm. um, but other than that, I just bravo because it's alien. It's not English, um, and we go, keep going back to what Bong Joon said about subtitles, right? That if you can get that, if you can break that barrier on screen, then uh, the whole world opens up as a market. Um, But yeah, I also I wish it was better produced and better shot. Uh, technically, I thought it was not right up there, but I think I mean nothing succeeds like success. Gaurav, how much have you watched it? I watched the first couple of episodes, man, and then I, I kind of think. 
Yeah, it. Dropped I off. mean, I just thought it was a little gimmicky, and I couldn't get into it. Also, I mean, look, I thought like the iconography of the show, like whether it's the uniforms, the shoes, and stuff like that. I thought that was really on point. I think they did a really amazing job of sort of creating that visual aesthetic to it. But fundamentally, I think the show is just gimmicky, and I've seen so many versions of this film or TV show, right? Like there's Running Man, there's Hard Target, there is. I think there's the one with Ice T as well. So I've seen the show before, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I know how it goes. I know how it plays out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't really appeal to me. I've seen it like three times in you know three different eras, basically with Schwarzenegger as well, and uh, yeah, you know, like kuch mere liye kuch naya nahi tha. So I I couldn't really. Sort of follow through with it. Uh, right, I watched the first two episodes as well, and I thought uh, like yeah. I'll get back to it. I mean, I get why it works. It's I mean, it was fun. It's just that it's not compelling enough for me personally to go and binge it immediately. I'll probably catch it later. But you know, yeah. I, have, I have a question for you guys. What makes this work? So that's What's what I was going to say. Like you said, like you said that I know what makes it work. I have no idea what makes it work because I mean, in office the other day we were. four of us commissioning executives career commissioning executives all of us were like would you have said yes to this on paper and everybody went no 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 in, in fucking possible to green light this uh, so i don't know how it's got green light so i want to know what works actually so here's the question right i don't think is green light for the global audience is green light fundamentally i'm guessing for the korean audience yeah but and it also it translates to it took it 10 years even studios Sorry? to say no to it so why Even in Korea, ten studios and uh, uh, sorry, ten years and seven studios said no to it. No, no, I'm sure that's I'm sure that's the case. I don't think anything gets picked up like fundamentally. Oh, this is great, this is great, uh, right off the bat, right? Things do get tweaked and all. But I, I would think, I would imagine it, it's fundamentally for the local audience. Just like uh, what's that Spanish show we just talked about? Yeah, Money Heist. Uh, yeah. yeah, so the Money Heist is also the same, right? It got done, it sat on the shelf, then it got picked up, rebooted, re-edited, then churned out. So. You know, obviously, there's some kind of data points that Netflix has, or, or kind of knows that, and they use that to their advantage. But I think these are like a lot of local phenomena which end up translating globally. Look at Narcos and stuff. It's the same same story, right? It's not really meant necessarily for a, a, a global audience from the start, right. and such a mishmash. So I think it's the world that is kind of changing in how they consume content. Like you just talked about the whole Bonjour thing, like watch stuff. Which is foreign, which is not a big deal for us because we do watch a lot of foreign stuff and we are multilingual inherently anyway. So for us, it's a little bit not much of a stretch. I think for other countries, they're they're opening up their eyes and and they're looking at this content and the US to be specific, uh, where they're open to stuff that is foreign. And uh, I think that's the big change. But I, I still don't think you can uh, bet on something like this. So I'm going to create a global show out of my. Yeah, country. you can't. You can't. You can't. Yeah, I, don't I don't think that. that's the thing. I think you'd be happy. Make a local show for your own country, let alone for the world. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, these things have to happen by accident. That's how it works. But, but also, to answer your question, I, I mean, the only thing that comes to my mind has to be voyeurism. I think this inherent sense of voyeurism is the only thing that makes a show like this pick. Okay, who? Hmm. It's it's the notch of death. Nah, at the end of the day. Yeah. To me, I, I I can't imagine anything other than voyeurism because it's not inherently very bingeable. It's a very slow, heavy sort of a show. It's not something that you watch over one weekend. I couldn't at least. Yeah, but you know what I think, kind of in terms of conceptually, what were the triggers for a show like this? I think it's also the whole fact of you know, just people from nowhere coming and getting stuck in this most bizarre kind of a. I think people have this fantasy. You know, people who play games, right? Like my yes. nephew, these kids, they love killing people. They love yeah. killing these, these shooting games, right? And now when you see a show where it's actually happening, 
it kind of unleashes a very different, I think, emotion in the audience. And that's what's working for young people and for a lot of other people. I think also, Sid, when you're playing games, there's not much of an emotional connect to people. There's no yeah, backstory yeah. per se. You just so this adds games. to that layer, right? This yeah, makes it more emotional. That's a whole, that's and a whole if you love that. games, like Merge, yeah. do you play games? I do, I do, games. yes. Very, yeah, very you know, so it's a very, I think, and there's a large audience in the world that's like addicted to these kind of things. No, but also, you know, I think, and then this came up, I was chatting with somebody the other day. I said, you know, I would have loved for this to be like uh, Black Mirror Bandersnatch. I think it would yeah. have been very cool if it was interactive. That's too sophisticated. So maybe maybe it's season two. I don't know. Now that they are, they are, of course, they're going to do a season two and I have a feeling they're going to piss it away. Yeah, yeah I'm uh, sure of it. I'm sure of it. It's, it's going to go the money heist way is my bigger fear on this. You also, the thing I think with this was very smart PR from the platform because right from the first day, there's been terrific PR of saying how well it's doing. So people are watching it out of curiosity and I think that's a great way to Peg a game, yeah. uh, show like this. It's really, you know, I think it's a great, it's a great example of smart marketing. Yes. Instant response to the feedback. So the moment it's streamed, I think within two hours, somebody at Netflix said, you know what, this is hitting all the right things. Accelerate. No, you know, hierarchy of corporate stuff. Just go out and do this, this, this. Yeah, also FOMO, right? I mean, that also throws itself into it. Like, oh, everybody's watching it. Oh, am I missing yes. out? I mean, that's becoming bigger and bigger. And this is what Netflix is amazing, right? They do all kinds of stuff, man. And I think good, bad, ugly is really... They've got their pulse on this because they're not a TV company. They have no legacy. They're not a studio, film studio. They can, yeah, they can be so nimble. I love that. Being I think they also, throw, they also throw money at things, right? So they do such a huge volume of content. It's not a surprise yeah. that shit sticks, man. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So it's also yeah. the odds, right? I'm sure you'll make 20 Korean shows and then one will... Yeah. And, and you like end up this. with like a kingdom which is like super sophisticated yeah. Yeah, and like yeah. really highbrow and then... Uh, and still a genre piece which changes the genre and then you end up with something like this as well which yeah. is just a huge blockbuster yeah. from a, a content standpoint uh, mainstream Correct. so absolutely I mean so it's uh, not like a specific story strategy it's a content strategy yeah. you spray absolutely. and see whatever sticks will stick what will not stick I think that's stick. what it is more than yeah. anything I mean absolutely. it's not like HBO right I mean there's no yeah, slow yeah, burn yeah. Yeah. I'm not spending three years developing this thing knowing where True. it's going to go the culture yeah. is very different yeah. so I mean it's just not going to happen that way for them also the hunger also, one is irked about now is the the amount of pop culture uh, stuff it's going to spawn, right? Because now you're going to have tons of books that are like the Squid Game. Um, a lot of studio executives are going to go, "Are you Squid Game? Just like something else." For sure. You know, that is my larger uh, problem when a show like this really takes. But then I, I guess it's the perils of being a blockbuster. But you know what, Mahesh? Right? By the time they get their shit together, we'll be on to the next big show anyway. So I think the trick yeah. is going to be to find the next big one rather than sort of try and uh, repeat this one because by the time you do it you've already moved on like three paces you know that's what true. I mean that's true actually yeah. yeah okay so let's move on guys you've got a bunch of things to cover uh, you both have watched Sadar Uddham Singh yes yes, yes. you are gone that uh, so I I was look it's a it's a really interesting subject I think it's they've got they had the money they had the production values I, I just think it's unfortunately really long and meandering. Uh, it, it jumps across a little bit. Uh, I think it's a missed opportunity. Uh, I think uh, some really cool stories in there, which they don't really touch upon. The whole Bhagat Singh side of it, I think how he was mentoring with them would have been like a really cool piece if they'd sort of delved into it a little bit more other than Snatches. I think that crisscrossing timeline is terrible. Uh, they also jump around a lot. 
you know, like this parts of it where he's suddenly in Russia, he's supposed to go by Afghanistan. I, there's just like so much randomness to it, right? It doesn't really even pick up until it gets to the Jallianwala Bagh thing. And I personally, I think that would have been a much more interesting opening uh, to the film and much more arresting, you know what I mean? Uh, just the way it went now, it was hard to get into it. Like I struggled with this big time, uh, with the narrative and the way the story was told. Uh, yeah, that's just my take, I think. But again, kudos to them. They picked an interesting story and they didn't go, uh, you know, the Ajay Devgan, Bobby Deol route in terms of how they went about putting the film together. So that's kind of refreshing. But uh, yeah, I just think it's badly structured. Yeah, so I, I I partly sort of agree with what Gaurav and I totally, totally get where he comes from. But the, you know, uh, Gaurav, since you spoke about the Jallianwala Bagh massacre, that massive 20-minute piece, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I also actually would have chosen to end with it because I think that's the feeling you want to take the audience home. Uh, you want the audience to take it home with them. Um, that there is a man who spent 21 years of his life trying to avenge uh, the the... the, the you know the the incident that impacted it uh, impacted him most. Um, what better than I, I would have kept it at the end. So I I personally think it came at the best possible time it could because he's trying to sort of you know keep you focused, keep you on it. You're waiting for it. He's milked it rather I think. Um, and I also thought it was it was phenomenally shot. I haven't seen an Indian film that has been yeah. shot like this. No no I for sure. An Indian for film sure. that has been produced like this. Um, and this is a film that I think it could. You could show it to the West without being embarrassed. Um, this is a film that could be postured internationally for sure. Um, and I just love the fact that today, you know, in today's day and age, there is a director who stands up and says, you know, call it indulgent, call it whatever you want, but I'm going to make what I feel like making when I want to make it. How And, you know, it's this hypocrisy just because an Indian has made it. Uh, when Hacksaw Ridge comes out or when one of those Terence Malik movies come out, people don't seem to have so much of an issue. They're the same movies. Um, I don't understand what you're trying to say, though. Like, I don't get that. Like, what do you mean by saying it's a... In terms of the length, in terms of the pace, in terms of the... Oh, no, I... Look, I don't have any of those issues. My, like I said, like... No, 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 you. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm saying, like, fundamentally, to me, it's just clunky the way it's put together. And I disagree with you saying that, okay, he spent 21 years trying to avenge this thing. But that has to be set up up front. And we're just talking structure over here. I don't want to see that towards the end. You know what I mean? And also, just the way... Some of it gets put together. It 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 doesn't work for me, man. Like like also no, structuring like the uh, my, information my, that you need to put together. Like okay, this guy is in the UK, he's spending this time. How does he get that freaking? Just like these uh, the passports and stuff like that. Those specific yeah. aspects of it would have been so much more intriguing as to how this is being put together. How is this guy getting to Afghanistan? How is he then sneaking in? All of that stuff like that could have been like a nice thriller element to it. Yes, and uh, that is what I kind of think is like a missed opportunity, like structuring the film. My largest issue remains the narrative uh, style. Yeah, but also I think you know this is one of those projects where you're so excited about the character, yeah, you're very excited about certain incidents, you know, to shoot them in a certain way, and then you put the rest together. You know, it kind of seems like that. You know, it's just that you know, let's we have to make a film on this character, and then we start from that point. Yeah, basically, I've got this big action sequence, and then I'm yeah. gonna write a story which is gonna fit that action sequence in it, right? And that I think is exactly kind of what's happened with 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 uh, with this one. Yeah, but it's uh, made so like aesthetically, right? So oh, that's great. Really? Like, the craft is superb. Totally, and, totally. Know, every and other from front. From a production standpoint, I think Marsh is spot on. There is no way yeah. that this can't serve as like a like this is what we can put together. It looks like an international film. It looks like an international film. 
Totally, totally, totally. I mean, and that's absolutely. something I've always missed in our movies. I've not yeah. seen a Hindi movie that actually looks like an international movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one really, really does. This could play like any other American British film on television. Yeah, you wouldn't know. I think that I think that is pretty much now something we've crossed over into being being able to put together. Yeah, when but many want- filmmakers like Shuri Sarkar have that craft. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. When we want to, I mean, you know, when we want to do it, we can. Yeah. Five, seven, eight <laughs> filmmakers only. I yeah. think in terms of directorial craft, this is a ten on ten in my I mean my personal opinion. In terms of your craft, well, I, to me, to me, it also like look, look, narrative and structure and all of these sort of finesse points are also part of that. So yeah. I wouldn't go that far. I think there are definitely things to kind of work out. But I'm saying from a production standpoint, like the physical production of of cinema yeah. or film, you want to call it, there it's definitely uh, up there. There's no there's no doubt about any of that. But yeah, like structurally and like they just like little bits and pieces of finessing things is where I think they kind of. But I do agree uh, with uh, Gaurav, and not not that a reference is needed, but you yeah. know, like how Munich had that sort of a thrill element where you didn't really know yeah. what was going to happen next. Yeah, that is something that I also deeply absolutely agree. agreed. Also, especially because not it's not like everybody knows this story, right? And my point is, everybody should know this story. Correct. Do you know what I mean? Like it's that kind of a story that everybody should know about, like in mm. detail, and 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 then be sort of. If you thrill them into it, because look, let's face it, the freaking reality of this must have been thrilling in in that aspect, right? The challenges, the obsession, the people coming together to kind of help you into it, all of that stuff in reality must have been fantastic. So, not being able to sort of shine a light on that in the exact way to me is that okay, this is kind of where we're missing out on on some of these aspects of it. But but look, I think we're just going to get better and better. So, uh, fingers crossed on on more of these kind of stories being told. Because let, let, let's face it, there are hundreds of these. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like just from that era and just the group of these guys who were doing this, right? I mean, uh, that whole bunch, they've got these fascinating stories already. So there's so much to mine uh, uh, from, from these guys. You know, that whole HSRA, Gadar Party, all of that stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so many of these guys. I think there was that one movie which... Uh, on, I think it was the Kakori conspiracy, right? Or was it the... the yeah, yeah, the Kakori conspiracy, yeah. It was yeah. Uh, with Abhishek Bachchan, I think, was it? Uh, was yeah, it? yeah, that was Ji Jan Se. Ashutosh Gowarikar or whatever. I never really saw that, but I'm pretty sure with Ashutosh Gowarikar, no it must not be very good. So. No one watched it. Yeah. <laughs> Marsh, did you? I did, yeah. How ah. was it? That's quiet. <laughs> <laughs> the laugh says it all. Now he's not going to comment. No, it, didn't, it didn't work for me at all. At all. I, I, I think different it, era, man. Like you can actually say that's a different era now in terms of how we went about making these kind of films, right? Yeah. Let's jump to the next one, man, guys. Who's watched what? Uh, the series Tabbar, anybody? Tabbar, no, but I've been, I've been reading about how it's incredible. So please talk about live. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's a... Well, I think, you know, it's a, it's a terrific series for the kind of talent that's there you know mostly talent that's not you know not known stars uh, the director Ajit Pal you know he's made some small films I think terrific you know direction uh, very good writing very original in its voice you know new all new new actors new writers just spectacularly you know put together in this one small town in Punjab and it's got you know the whole the thriller aspect it's based on some real experiences terrific I was like blown by the scale and I've heard it's been made for like under 12 crores the entire season so that I was like wow that's that's really 
How many episodes uh, said and how, how long? I think it's about seven, eight uh, you know, episodes and about, you know, 40, 40 minutes each. So it's, it's a very solid example that you don't need a lot of money to make good content. What you just need is solid writing and directing. And I think, you know, Ajit Pal has really done a terrific job. For me, he's really the star of the show. And obviously the writers. And, you know, it's got this, uh, you know, these creators, writers who I don't know. And, uh, you know, they've really done a great job. And Pavan Malhotra, man, he's playing the head of the family. So it's like a family drama. It's It kind of reminded me of Ozark in a way that no, the family... Gets, He's been compared to Fargo and Ozark a lot. Yeah. yeah, how it gets embroiled in this this incident and now they have no option but to deal with it. And then whatever the family has to do, they'll do to survive. And it's, yeah, I mean, I was blown. I think it's yeah. about 10 episodes. No, no. Yeah, it's got about... It's, it's like Tony's kind of found this low-budget sort of nah, solid storytelling niche now, right? And things that just, just break out, yeah. Yeah, they just need to do more of these instead of fewer of these. But uh, yeah, and you know, uh, shows like these are very difficult to like create by studios. So I think you know a lot of yeah. uh, I would say you know points go to the writer, director, the producer to really work around and figure this out. I think once you go with that kind of a budget, it's probably. I'm wondering if it's an easier oh, yeah. sort of style. You know, the writer, the creator of this is a guy called Harman Vatala. You know, okay. he's not done anything that, you know, that you think, oh, you know, he's going to create something. So I'm sure he's created this first and then pitched it. And yeah. that's why I think it's very entrepreneurial to make shows like these. You know, when you don't have big names, they yeah, are forced yeah. to, like, you know, Mirzapur also. The, you know, the creator of Mirzapur season one, the two brothers, right. you know, right. they just came out of nowhere and, you know, it, I love, you know, people like this who toil, they struggle, they go through frustration, but then they create something and they take it everywhere. They get rejected and then somebody will spot it. It's really that. This is not studio funded, you know, you know, take a you know one crore advance and make something and come back to us. You know, those yeah, kind of yeah. checks flying off before you've written the first word. That's a different side of our industry. And this is yeah. the other side. And I think this is what makes, I mean, I love when you know shows like this come from nowhere, there's nobody it's known here. I mean, the cast, I think it's got Supriya Pathak, Supriya Pathak, Ranveer Shori, and then yeah. you know, and and then all new faces that I haven't seen before. Wow! And that's what works, right? And Pawan Malhotra, man, what a what a stellar I'm a, performance! I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a massive Pawan Malhotra fan, so uh, you know, I yeah. have seen stuff with him over the years which I can't like remember and recall instantly. But th- with this show. He's like said, Pankaj Tripathi, I was the boss. Wow. I am the boss. You know, it's like how Pankaj Tripathi sort of... Correct, correct. That, that stereotype. Became. Yeah. And I think Pawan Mantra has such craft over his acting, man. And oh, yeah. great directing. I think the director, Ajit Pal, has done a wonderful job. And he's such a humble guy. Such a simple guy. Terrific, you know. I mean, I like the whole... The way this show has been made, you know, with no pretense. Yeah. And, you know, the language... I have to talk about the dialogue. Usually, you know, you have stories which are like Hindi shows. You will set them in Punjab and then mostly everyone will say keep Hindi mein karo. Full marks to Sony Live, Shogata and the team to not, you know, corrupt that bit. It has Punjabi, proper Punjabi, Punjabi as the dialogue. 
as a Hindi show. And I think that's what makes this work. You know, that's, that speaks a lot about the studio yeah. and the creators to not succumb to this thing and say, Arbi, Hindi karo, Hindi karo. But proper Punjabi lingo. Half the time you're little, as a Hindi audience, I was wondering what's happening. But it's fine. You get the language. You get the language of cinema, right? So it's okay. Yeah. Well, that sounds fantastic, man. Like I... Uh, watch it with no expectations, right? It's one of those shows like Scam where I watch with no expectation. And sure. then it'll work for you. If you watch with expectations, then it's different. But, you know, with the context that all, like, you know, people who are like emerging talent with less yeah. resources, they go, what can you in so many days? Then you make something right. like this. And I think in that context, it's a great move. I think the I think the hype is going to be tough to escape now, Sid, because you know I I I smell that it's already broken out, and I think it it's, has, it, it has. it's going to be on to. I think in the next two weeks you're going to see a huge huge uh, noise around this show. Is my feeling once it sort of breaks out of the audience in a very big way. Awesome. The show's already I think getting really popular because the word of mouth is great, reviews are great. So it's just a matter of time. Is this that because it's on Sony Live? I think it takes a little yeah. time. For people to reactivate the thought and get back. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's great. I think it's a good thing for Surilev. It's a great way to exit for Shogata, who's on his way out. So, you know, I think, good. And we've got, you know, nice, dependable director and a bunch of new actors who are really That's talented, good you know, writers laugh, in the system. You laugh, my first thought on, when I saw Abbas breaking out, I was like, chalo, iske saath star to kaam kar lega, we director ke saath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's already like yeah. flooded, man. He's flooded. He's got stuff happening. I mean, I've been talking to him since since yeah. a long time, and you know, I mean, you know, it's just that these things help. I think yeah. everybody. It's great. Or kya kare? What there was else? another show said that you were hidden secret. Yeah, House yeah. of Secrets. House of Secrets. Sorry. Have you guys? Got it? I don't even know what it? it is, so I purposely didn't. I'm deviate. I thought I'll hear it from you. The Burari deaths? Yeah, of course. Sorry, no, no, it's that. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I call it the Burari docu. I'm so sorry. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> House of Secrets, yes. the Burari deaths. Have you watched it? I, I just watched the first episode. Series. I haven't gone. I don't have. I don't have the courage. I don't have the courage to watch it, man. I, it just seems like a. It seems like a very distressing uh, piece of content, right? And I was yeah. actually discussing it over the weekend with a bunch of people who are actually creating some true crime yeah. content. And like one of the things we talked about was like, do people really want to watch Indian true crime in India? Because it's a little bit distressing, uh, especially if it's really well made, like some of these stuff. Well, so yeah, but you know, I think uh, people who enjoy Squid Game will love it. But more than that, I think it's very insightful. I, also for me, I think this documentary by Lena Yadav uh, does a lot of things to the genre, to the space. Because usually we don't have archival footage, right? To go and tell stories, real stories from the past in India. It's not that accessible. It's not it's not available easily, permissions, etc., etc. Because this case happened in the recent past. You know, I think it was, there was enough, you know, footage. There was access to the authorities. So it kind of, I think, uh, has done a good job to the, uh, a good service to this genre. And Lena Yadav has done a great job putting this together. And it is uncomfortable. It does make you like, what the hell is happening? It's very bizarrely, you know, eerie. But that's what it's supposed to be. And it delivers. And I think this will now push this genre into something else. There's a lot of uh, true crime stuff coming up as well. Uh, A lot of it's going to be really well made. I have no doubt. 
but yeah i mean this is a very personal thing like i'm just taking the fuck away from like shit that's going to like fuck up my head so that's just me mm. for some time i might yeah, come back yeah. to it also i think for me it's easier to watch a true crime series which is outside of india for some reason uh, you yeah. know i just find that easier to watch relatively speaking uh, so i don't know it's just a, yeah really well i would see i would expect you know i mean indian crime is so much but you know, we don't have apne investigation apne exciting investigation mein specific kya tha charl usko chaatna lafa marega police danda marega ఇంకేమరా Uh, non-fiction piece in India whether it's politics yeah, or sport absolutely. or anything like that because there's so much you can't say as a public figure so many people would be offended some people just show up at your house uh, you can't really be honest yeah. like nobody in India can have an honest opinion right as far as uh, some larger issues are concerned so I mean you never really get too much uh, perspective you know like if you watched uh, True. there was that uh, bad sport I think it was or, or something which is about uh hansi kronie ka ek episode tha about like soul fixing yeah, and all of that i just heard actually yeah so i saw the hansi episode right and it was so brilliantly made so and you I, it's so weird sorry to interrupt but even i only saw the i jumped to the hansi episode that's episode 7 i think right 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 yeah and you got all these guys speaking on camera man you got hershel gibbs there you got alan donald there you got uh you know kronie's family there and they're so upfront and honest about what's going on and what's being said That would, that would never mm. happen in our country man it would just never it's just not possible at all that's true so you know what let's take a little break from the shows and let's talk about the alec baldwin incident it's so oh, man, that is that is so scary yeah it reminded me of the whole brandon lee mm. uh, episode as well like i remember as a kid you know when brandon lee got shot and i was like a huge bruce lee fan still am and uh, you know he accidentally died on set from whatever i think it's a prop gun misfiring or something like that um so yeah it's a very very scary incident and apparently alec baldwin's going to get held accountable at some level because he's also the executive producer oh really yeah, he's the ep for the film as well so not maybe mm-hmm. for the the prop or whatever but apparently it said that it's his mm-hmm. job like he should have checked it also before firing it so i don't know yeah. apparently everybody is going to get sued because i think it's shot wherever whatever state it was filmed in i can't remember uh, apparently their liability why everybody gets sued plus i was reading somewhere that you're not supposed to point a weapon directly anywhere whether prop or not at anybody during shooting in you know on some other actor apparently there are some really? rules that people have to follow while shooting yeah and you read the article right where the story of the film itself was a story about an accidental shooting happens is a documentary on this coming i'm sure pretty soon yeah this is insane and merge what else do you want to talk about any yeah, of the born man no time to die um are but uh, no spoilers up. okay so you know what do you i think you guys should watch it and then we should discuss it next episode okay so the next episode we'll talk about this one this. and succession and i mean I even think. with succession i think has more succession dekha kya i saw the first episode have you all watched no man i'm waiting to yeah i'm waiting to at least Uh, at least three or four drops, and then yeah. Right. So I want to talk about one or two shows that I saw. Uh, one's yeah. called Reservation Dogs. I don't know if you you all have caught that. Mm-hmm. It's on uh, it's on Hotstar. Yeah, yeah. It's a 
Reservation dogs. dogs. It's basically like about a bunch of kids who okay. like who are Native Americans and they live on this uh, reservation basically and uh, all the shit that they get into. Uh, I think it's a Taika Waititi. Uh, he's, I think he's EPing it or producing it. I think he's written some of it as well. He's not directed any of the episodes so far. But uh, it's really cool, man. It's like a whole different world that we don't necessarily know of. I think most Americans know about mm. it also from a very distant aspect. You know, they know this... And there's all these issues with these communities, right? I mean, alcoholism, crime, a lot of kids trying to escape that sort of life. And uh, so it's about a bunch of teenagers with their own individual issues. I've only watched like the first, I think, two and a half episodes so far. It's really, really interesting. It's like mm. a, I would say it's a dramedy. Uh, it's well put together, really well made, not a huge budget or anything like that. Um, nobody, no really big actors or anything, you know, but, uh, but superbly put together. So uh, worth checking out for sure. And I also, yeah, this is a film called The Voyeurs. It's on, I've been watching a bunch of stuff on Prime also. So Voyeurs is on Prime. Um, I think Sid, you would like it. Uh, it's about a couple. What's it about? It's about a couple that moves into a flat and the, the flat across from mm-hmm. them. Uh, there's this couple and they just keep having sex and and, and uh, the one of the guys, the guys yeah. is a photographer and uh, he has like, these new people coming in. And they're watching and then somehow they get involved in what's happening very directly. Like they start shaping the events of what, what's, what they're watching. And then there's like a couple of twists in the end. Um, not very satisfying, but it's very well put together. It's got this whole Zalman King 90s softcore sort of. It looks interesting. I saw the title. Yeah, it's, it's on style. Prime. It's on Prime. It's, it's, uh, it's mm. interesting. I won't say it's very good. Some of it is kind of transparent, but it's yeah. well put together from a production standpoint. Uh, okay. It's very rare window meets like, I don't know, David Cronenberg, uh, that kind of vibe. Um, and uh, also on uh, Prime is a show called, uh, the film called The Green Knight with Dave Patel in it, which is uh-huh. really, really interesting. It's, a, it's like the Arthurian sort of legend. So The Green Knight's one of the, so he's like this mysterious knight who shows up at the court of King Arthur and he lays down this challenge and uh, that somebody can come and strike him. And then a year later, he'll strike them back. And Dave Patel is like the guy who sort of mm. chops his head off. But this guy then picks up his head and walks away. And uh, then a year later, mm. he has to sort of show up there and then, you know, be prepared for whatever's going to happen to him. And uh, the weird thing is that it's Dave Patel, man. He's playing like what is supposed to be like a white guy. You know what I mean? And he's like the only sort of Asian character, him and his mom. His mom's the sister of the king, who's also King Arthur. So it's got this sort of connotation to it. I've seen that once again, once before in like, where I think they had uh, an African-American lady play Anne Boleyn. Uh, I can't remember which which series it was. So they've got these sort of revisionist um, storytelling happening. But it's very well put together. Like it's a really, really well produced, well put together, glossy, really cool imagery uh, to it. But from a storytelling mm-hmm. standpoint, it's it's strictly okay. But I would check it out to so see Dave Patel in like a role like this. Uh, he does a pretty good job. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's pretty much all I've watched. I think so far. Maraj, anything else that you? No, I think we. Uh, I think I think really really looking forward to the next recording because we'll all have watched Succession and James Bond. So that should be like a all star loaded episode. So let's go watch it, dude. Okay, let's plan something, man. Maybe this weekend. So that's the episode for today. Hope you guys had as much fun as we did. Do give us your feedback on Instagram at eplogmedia and subscribe to our shows on your favorite podcast app. If you're on Apple, do rate and review Bingistan. It'll help us. Until next time, keep binging.